0: can be difficult sometimes to speak to a large crowd. One of the main reasons for this is because the larger the crowd, the more opportunity there is for something to be misunderstood or taken out of context or heard in a way that wasn't intended. For example, every year for Mother's Day... I typically wrestle with how to say Happy Mother's Day. Seems simple, right? It's Mother's Day. Just say Happy Mother's Day. But we start to think about, well, certainly there's the moms out there that, you know, have their children with them at Mass and they're excited that it's Mother's Day. And then there's those that just recently lost their mother. And so Happy Mother's Day suddenly hits a little bit harder. Or maybe there's those women who, trying to be mothers, and maybe had a miscarriage, or two, or for whatever reason is unable to get pregnant. You see how all three of these situations are going to hear that word, Happy Mother's Day, very differently. And that's just an easy example. It gets even worse whenever you bring up a controversial topic. Choose any political topic nowadays, and suddenly people in the room are going to hear that topic very differently. The truth remains the same, it never changes, but the way in which people hear it are far and wide. They differ very much because people come with different histories, with different contexts, with different baggage and different emotions that they bring to the discussion so the difficulty in speaking to a large group is that I I have trouble connecting with you personally so that I can speak in a way that addresses exactly where you're at right now so that you can receive the truth in a way that's able for you to to take it in and, and to accept it. Well, I'm not going to get into a controversial topic today, although it's coming. It's coming one day. But I'm still I'm still easing into this. But when they come, what typically tends to happen is that people immediately, once they hear the topic, already decide which side they're on. And then we'll start to listen to the rest of the discussion through that lens. And so automatically, as soon as the topic is brought up, The room is divided. And so no matter what is said moving forward, it's really difficult for us to grapple and and get anywhere that's constructive. In today's parable, today's gospel, Jesus is speaking to a crowd, and he understood how varied crowds can be how difficult it can be to address a crowd and to speak about certain topics. And so Jesus was very wise. And what he did when he spoke to a crowd, he very often spoke in parables. And contrary to popular belief, parables were not used as a way to make things easier. In many ways, the parables kind of make things more cryptic. The parables kind of make what Jesus is trying to say a little bit more difficult to understand, but he does so because through the layers of a parable, he's able to speak to an audience that might be very diverse, but what it says here is that in private, he would tell his disciples the explanation of the parable. So, Jesus would give kind of a, he would kind of paint a picture for the crowd in order to intrigue them, to make, to leave them wanting more, but it was to his disciples that he gave the explanation. And so, how does that apply to you and me? We can learn all kinds of things by listening to a homily, maybe listening to a podcast, maybe we we watch a television show or a documentary, maybe we read a certain book, and we can learn a lot through, through these experiences. But it's in private. It's in that quality, personal time with Jesus that the Lord truly explains the truth of the gospel to us. It's in those quiet, mo- it's in those quiet moments, those times where we are alone with the Lord, that we really come to discover The truth and the reality of what God has to say to us. But it's so tough because the world's so noisy and it's so difficult for us to actually make time and listen to the Lord. But but it's in those moments that God can speak to us right where we're at because all of us vary, again, in our circumstances. And the Lord wants to speak to you so personally. He wants to shine the light of His truth his unchanging, beautiful, ever-present truth and highlight it right into your particular circumstance of life. He wants to break through the, the barriers of certain uh, uh, emotions that may be sensitive and, and certain misunderstandings that might be there. He wants to just pierce through it personally. But He does this only if we let Him. It doesn't happen by accident. And so my question for you today is just pretty simple. Have you developed the habit of regular, undistracted prayer? Have you yet developed the habit of regular, undistracted prayer? Because it's only in those moments of prayer... That all of this teaching, all of this truth, all the controversial topics, all the sensitive emotions start to make sense. It's only in those quiet, intimate moments with Jesus that we truly get a grasp on the truth of our faith. It doesn't become personal. It doesn't become ours until we spend that time with the Lord. And you may be saying, I'm too busy. I'm too busy, my life's too crazy, I have too many responsibilities. Or maybe you'll say, listen, I have kids. I have kids, they're always doing something, they always need my attention, and it's hard for me to get away and get alone. Or maybe you're saying, I don't want to be alone, I hate being alone, because when I'm alone, I feel sad and depressed, and I'm lonely, and I don't want to address that. I'd rather be entertained. whatever the reason might be that's keeping you away, I want to encourage you, push forward. Because without those moments of regular, undistracted prayer in our life, without that regular habit of silence, that sacred time with the Lord, we're unable to really make sense of anything that's real. All of the constant Division and arguments in the world, we just get caught up in the drama. All the craziness of life, we just get stressed out. All the, the, the things that we see in the news and on television, we just get discouraged. All the things we learn from the Bible, we start to just disagree with it. We just don't like it. It just doesn't fit our life and what we want. But it's in those moments of prayer, of really knowing the Lord, really spending time with him. It's there that the Lord will explain his parables privately. That the Lord chooses you as a disciple. And he reveals and unveils and allows you to discover the layers underneath his teachings the why behind the what, the great and beautiful mysteries of our faith. Imagine how much, um, how much holier we would be if all of us would pray regularly, not just trying to include Jesus in our day and in our work, but truly making those moments of undistracted prayer a regular experience in our life. Imagine how much happier we'd be Imagine how much easier it would be for us to enter into a dialogue with someone we disagree with. Imagine how much fruitful those dialogues might be. Imagine how much more peaceful we would be going throughout our day if we had a rhythm of regular, undistracted prayer benefits are far and wide. And if, if you have ever had that, that rhythm before, you know you are different. And so I just encourage you today to maybe just to start now with the rest of this Mass. Make it simple. May this place just be a refuge, a place that's different than the rest of the world, a place that's, that's quiet and simple that here we can just encounter the Lord Jesus, allow him to speak to our hearts, and to unpack and unveil the mysteries of our faith. And perhaps we can ask the Lord to give us those opportunities to make this undistracted prayer time, this intentional silence with him, a reality, a regular part of our daily life. Amen.